Man, man, man. Devil is alive. What's going on? Huh? The devil is alive. What's going on, my good people? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I think we all excited, man. Y'all know what it is. It's overreaction Monday, man. You with the team. I'm one half for the man to man pod. Man, that's one with they. Got my guy D butt. Hey man, I can tell by the pre-show conversation. Hey, it's man, gonna, it's be, gonna a good be a good one, one today. I hope it uh, is. It is. I hope everybody, everybody enjoyed their first uh, NFL Sunday. What's today? Today is September thirteenth. Hope everybody enjoyed <laughs> the first NFL Sunday. Man, we got a great kickoff on Thursday night with Dallas and Tampa. We had a full slate of games. Every team was in action yesterday. Man. Definitely some overreactions and, and shit. I'm ready. Definitely. I'm ready to. I'm ready to jump right. How, how was your How was your first football weekend though? How did How did you spend yesterday? How, how your weekend? Did you went to college football on Saturday? How, how's it been, man? Man, it's been good, man. Yesterday, you know, pulled up to my cigar spot, had Ooh, the TVs okay. on, man. Had my iPad. Had my um. Had the games on my iPad. Sunday ticket. So it was a good, good Sunday for me, man, being able to catch up on the games. Um, so definitely, definitely excited. Yeah, man. I was on the couch all day. Yeah, all day pretty much. I woke up. Um, I did the spaces. I know you was doing you was doing something with the little ones. Did the spaces at yeah. 1230, Twitter spaces. Had some people jump in there. That was dope. I'm going to be doing that every week. And then I was on my couch from 1 till about midnight you know when that uh that bears rams game went off uh some good mm-hmm. games some blowouts some, some people tricked some things off man I, some I surprises pick, yeah definitely always gonna be surprises especially week yeah, one i think the one, biggest surprise though the biggest surprise and the biggest overreaction <laughs> that i think people go at which has been the biggest storyline all offseason the packers man and somebody already said in the chat Patriots sniper egg. The Packers are dead. James Man, it's, you, So you okay. can either go that route, and obviously we're going to tap I, into it more. Yeah, I'm not going that route. You, well, what's your you thoughts on that game? That what's up into it? I mean, uh, Jameis, I'm a, look, this is what I'm going to say. Jameis is the real deal. Um, Jameis is the real deal. Man, they play lights out. Um, defensively, Saints play lights out. Um, I'm not sure what it what it was with the with the Packers and A Rod, but um, is there something with that? With it, it wasn't glued. They weren't glued together, and even on on the defensive side of the ball, um, you know, letting the ball get behind them um, as far as secondary yeah. wise, man. But but the new uh, New Orleans Saints, man, they look good. They look real good. Jameis look real good. Um, you know, I think a lot of people were just concerned about you know not Fish having Michael it, Thomas. Yeah, um, if he was, was gonna have was his have concern. his weapons, but um, but you know they they did well, man. They played really well. Yeah, man, they played sixty minutes of when we always talk about in the, in the locker room. I know a lot of fans and people, you know, TV. They talk about you know quarterbacks, quarterbacks, quarterbacks. But football is all about complementary play, all three phases of the game. And I feel like New Orleans had a game plan they executed and dominated on all three phases. You know, all afternoon. You know, part of the reason why they went down there in Jacksonville. 
was uh, A Rod's record, previous record in Florida. And um, I don't know if it was the you know lack of offseason or preseason work for A Rod. Um, what was going to guys? Maybe you know I, I don't. I'm not gonna make any excuses for him, but it was it was it was it was bad. It was bad from start to finish. Nah. Kind of reminded me of um, that early game against Tampa last year for the Packers. But I know it's overreaction Monday. I'm not gonna overreact to that Packers loss and say like they're dead. I still think they win that division. I still think they probably win 12 games this year, and uh, you know they'll be right there. Uh, at the end of the playoffs with A-Rod, he'll pick it up one game, you know, 16 games left. And on the other side, if I'm a Saints fan, I'm, I'm excited. excited. I, I, I'm, I'm excited, man. Uh, I wasn't worried about Jameis. I don't think you were either. Uh, we thought it was kind of ridiculous that he was even in a quarterback battle with Taysom Hill coming into this thing. Um, and, uh, you know, with Sean Payton, what he does on the offensive side of the ball, him being efficient, having Kamara, my only issue was, okay, you're going to have some top-flight receivers that c- consistently create separation. And they did last night. I mean, well, yesterday yeah. afternoon they did. Jameis found them. Had a lot of short fields. I loved it. Right, and you already know what it, what it's about, man, when, you know, opportunity presents itself, man. You got to you gotta take advantage, advantage of that. And I think the receiving core, they did that. You know what I'm saying? It's, a, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity where you the big guy's not in. Um, so make a name for yourself. And I think they yeah. did that. Like you said, man, I'm definitely excited, um, to see how the, the rest of the season going to go for the Saints. Yeah, man. It, I mean, that, it always starts up front in the trenches and, and A-Rod never got comfortable. And uh, they were able to get after him with four rushes up front. And then on the back end, they were smothering. Shout out to Marcus Lattimore too, or Marshawn Lattimore. I'm sorry. Marshawn Lattimore. He, right after the game, he signed for, that, that for paper, like, baby. five years. Uh, I want to say around 98 million could be a hundred mil, but like, you know, that, like 68 guaranteed, 68 guarantee that bag. So he, he got I that love bag. To see it. Love to see it, man. He played through, you know, he was questionable coming to the game. He was actually downgraded right before the game with a knee. You saw him out there playing with a cast on his hand and um, they went out there and smothered those receivers, man. So James, five touchdowns, no interceptions, man. I think was his stat line. Let me see if we got only 148 here. yards. That's all he needed. Yeah, That's all he needed, yards, four, man. Five 14 tubs. for 20, 148, uh, five TDs, no picks. Aaron Rodgers on the other side, 15 for 28, 133 yards. Stank. Zero they TDs, control. two picks. They controlled then, uh, the ground game as well. Did you see um, Jameis's um, post game? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> So he, he, he started hey, he started the season off right where he needed to start it off, man. So uh right, right. James 2.0. Another good thing though, um they controlled they controlled the uh the run game too, man. Out oh, yeah. Lamar, 20, 20 carries, 83. Tony Jones had eleven carries, fifty yards. So right then and there, man, you controlling the game, controlling the clock. And for everybody, Alvin Kamara, everybody, all the man to man, the draft that we had. I hope y'all remember who had the first pick, right? One one. I had the first pick. Who did I take with that first pick? Man, AK. Come on, man. It's week, it's week one, D. Bro, you gotta relax, bro. Come on, man. You in the moment. Relax. <laughs> That's a reaction it's a reaction hey, Monday. It's a reaction Monday. Relax. Relax. Relax, man. Let's 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 go to the let's go to another game, man. Let's go in the AFC South, man. Okay. AFC South. Man, go um, let's start off with the with Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans, man. You have Trevor Lawrence out there. You got Urban Meyer, um, first year coach, man. And you got a a man to man alum, T two Tyrod Taylor, seven five, finest man. 
out there getting that start. Um, he played well. The Texans played well. Um, I don't think anybody would expect coming out of week one, the Texans would be at the top of the top of the division. They were balling too. They balling. were balling start to finish. Uh, shout out to David Cully. You know, he he got that head coaching job in the midst of a shit show going on uh down there in um down there in Houston. Obviously, everything going on with Deshaun. They, they did a great job by bringing in Ty Taylor. He handled business. And um, I picked them against the spread, but I picked the Jaguars to win the game like an idiot. Because yeah. I think we talked about the record for number one quarterbacks coming in there, starting their record. Yeah, week the one. athletic shit. Ty, Ty <laughs> Taylor. We knew, we knew, we knew. Hey, look. Who did hey, you pick? Who you pick? I picked, I, I picked Houston to win. Right, I okay. picked Houston to win. I told you, man. You, you got to – Look, D, but don't let the people persuade you to go to the other side. The analytics yeah, that, is I mean, cool. I'm saying that was that would have that would have made me pick Houston too. I was just being hard headed. But anyway, uh, Houston man, they played well. T two played well. B Cooks was eating. Um, he had five catches for a Ingram, buck something. Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, toting the rock. Um, David Johnson out there doing his thing, man. Shout out to Lovey Smith, the coordinator out there um, in Houston, man. Um, playing his, uh, playing his D, pause. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a good showing, man, for 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 Houston, man. What what do you think for Houston and Jacksonville for look, the rest look, of the look, year? Look, we not we got we not gonna spend too much time on Houston and Jacksonville. I know it's Week One, overreaction Monday, but. Come on, that's just. I'm gonna show Jackson. my man some love, T2, oh, man. Seven, five, hey, seven, shout five. out to Ty Taylor. I'm show he my ball. man love. He who? Gotta show him I'm love. Show my but, man uh, love. But um, let's not let's not get beside ourselves. I mean, but we picked them to win more than four games. We both picked them to win. I think their uh True. over under was at four, so I think they definitely get that. But standing in the AFC South, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee had a home game against the Cardinals, and um, I think we were we all picked. I think we both picked Tennessee to win this cup and spread. And we, once yeah. again, talked about Arizona and what they did last year in week one when they went out and upset the 49ers. We knew better on this one, but we went with Tennessee anyway. They got smacked by the smacked. Cardinals. Kyler in the offense ball, but, I mean. Kyler the, different. The, the Kyler, Chandler Jones different. different. I mean, in all time, great performer performance. He got to be leading the shit. He leading the race for the MVP right now. MVP and defensive player. He had five sacks, two forced fumbles, completely wrecked the game, completely dominated hey, the game, man. I was, I was, I was texting my man Chan last night, man, and a and a quote from Chan was, <clears throat> and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna edit this a little bit, but they okay. can't block me. Now use your imagination. As far as you know, what other words might have been in there implemented, but he said they can't block me. Six times, five sacks, two forced fumbles. Pay that man. And then, and then Taylor Lewan went to uh, Twitter to to. <laughs> what, man, what was, your th- what was your thoughts on that? When I first saw him, I, I, you know, I think he was trying. I feel like he was trying to get in front of the slander. Like, you got, you got to get in front of it. You know, go ahead on this, got, Come on, bro. But, but nah, you, nah, I ain't doing that. You know, um, 
I mean, I get it. You know, I, I respect it as a competitor. You like, yo, okay, I got my butt whooped today. Shout out to, you know, whoever, the, you know, Chan, the Chan man. But I'm not getting on Twitter and doing that. Um, I know today in the film room, it's going to be a long film session for him. Uh, but, hey, you know, you, you have days like that in the office, man. You know, Chan, he's one of the one of the top, top to do it. I can't even put that all on Taylor One, like, cause on Wednesdays, as you know, we come in that team meeting and we got on offense, defense, and special teams, we got them game records, and we say, hey, we can't let these guys. I know Fifty Five was up there; he'd been on there for a decade. We can't let Fifty Five wreck this game, so we know. Okay, match up with Lawan after he give up two in the first quarter. All right, we gotta give this guy some help. We gotta adjust. We gotta come on. But I think that was Todd Down and OC that came over from Oakland who stunk it up. They obviously lost Arthur Smith. He's the head coach in Atlanta right now. But that's a whole team failure right there to let one guy have five sacks, two forced fumbles. Yeah, so, but that's as, – well, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you. But, um, Taylor, man, you got to – nah, you you, you got to give me more than that, bro. <laughs> nah, you can't – no, nah, you got to give me more than that. And I feel, and I feel you. Me. I feel you. Well, you and that's just that. me. Like, I understand so, what you're saying. Like, <laughs> give me a chipper. Like, give me a chipper. So, hold on, right? So they, 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 they ran a a boot and then blocked Chandler. Coaching. Come That's on, I'm telling you. It's at, some, at some point, because on the other side, when the Cardinals got the ball, you got D-Hop out there. You can't put a corner out there one-on-one all game and say, hey, you got to – nah, ain't no oh, give me better than that. Man. Like, come on, man. Some of these guys are just different. Chandler's one of them – he's different. Yeah, man. So, now nah, shout out to Chan, man. Hell of a game. Um, I actually I actually got another text from my, um another player on the Arizona Cardinals. He saw that we both picked Tennessee. So, he <laughs> sent me the emoji eyes. I said, my fault. My apology. <laughs> I feel like when we – when we both had the four, the four tightest brands. I think I might have said something like, "You hey, did say something." I kind of because I felt like it should have yeah. been a cardinal in there somewhere. But we was tripping. Yeah. You know that that was. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that was one of dead the games. Wrong, we, hey, we was dead ass wrong on it. Uh, the Green Bay Packers versus New Orleans. We both picked the Packers to win. It covered the dead ass wrong. Dead ass wrong. Um, and I think yep. it was one more. What was the other one? I think it was the Philly Atlanta. I know. I think no, I had Philly against the spread. Oh, you had Philly? Okay, yeah, okay. against the spread. I was just scared to pick him to win like a dumbass. I, and I told you, I remember. I said, you ain't learned your lesson about betting on Atlanta yet. No, nah, you definitely said that. And I gave Matt Ryan that. the edge, and, and that shit was ugly. But um, yeah. back out of the NFC West, man, we, we talked about this division a lot. We done had a lot of conversation about the quarterbacks in this hey. division. A lot of other – uh, media platforms and network have kind of chimed in and picked up on this conversation. But obviously, I think clearly the best division of football. We knew that coming into the season now after week For one. Sure. I think all four teams won. Um, now, hold on. Quarterback, quarterbacks combined, hold on. combined for 70. What's up? <laughs> hold on real quick. We had a talk not too long ago on this show, right? On this show. And talk you to came the- off with one of these – these hot takes and was like San Francisco has the best quarterback situation, right? <laughs> and you and you. Oh, see, look at look at God. See, see your internet, your internet start glitching. See, you you must be about to say some bullshit. 
Hold on, let me hold on, let me. I'm back. Okay, damn. So basically, you said on Thursday that San Fran has the best quarterback situation, right? And after week one, I'll go. I'm not even going out on a limb, and I'll say right now they might have the worst. Don't do that! 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 They might have. They might have the worst quarterback situation (laughs) in the NFC West right now. The way the boys is playing, I don't. The way Matt Stafford ball last night, the way Kyler Murray look played, good. the way Russell Wilson look good. I'm taking San Francisco situation dead last right now. Okay, so hmm, explain. You know, sometimes you gather new information, explain, baby, and you change your mind, and sometimes you stand on your mother square. I'm sticking with it. I think when it's all said and done, we're going to see Russell Wilson start off hot. What's new? He started off hot against the Colts week one. I knew the Colts were going to strike. I knew the Colts were going to lose that game. I picked them against my heart. I picked them. I picked them to lose that game. They, got, they lost the game last year to Gardner Minshew in week one. He was 19 for 20 against that defense in week one. Russell came out. He pitched a damn near perfect game. Matt Stafford. Look real good against that uh Bears defense. Kyler Murray, phenomenal game. I mean, don't act like San Fran didn't put up 38 early. Now it got it got shaky down the stretch, you know, after they lost Jason. We talking teams defense. or quarterbacks? Quarterback well, shit. What, what, what's oh. the stat line? What, 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 what was everybody put up good stats? You saw they combined for 76 for 106, 1178 yards, 12 TDs. One touchdown combined. So, I mean, you can pick either one of these teams right now and say, hey, that's the one. I still think Russell was the best quarterback in the division. Matt Stafford, look good. You look good. Kyler Murray, Let's look good. Matt Stafford, what we talk about it, because you call him past Stafford. Like, you really don't bang him. I call Matt him Matt. He like Matt that. now. He Matt now. He was Sean. Oh, he Matt he now? Sean, man. Yeah, he Matt now. Oh, he Matt now? He oh, okay. Matt, baby, Shout Matt, 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 baby 2009, same I tried to told you a long time ago, like you get Matt in the situation, like all oh, these other good quarterbacks and Matt going to shine again. It's overreaction Monday. It's only one Ooh, game. He looked good. He looked real good. He looked oh, real five, good. Um, home. He looked good, man. I, 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 yeah. you, know, bad. No, you, you can't say anything bad about any of these quarterbacks, honestly. Trey Lance nah, came in. But he like I said, good. you 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 went out on a limb talking 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 reckless like that saying saying well i thought you were talking reckless with san francisco got the best quarterback situation where you got these these other three monsters out here balling and playing how they playing but i feel you i i'm still we'll sticking see. with i'm still sticking with you know san fran winning this division the rams being second the uh seahawks being third and the cardinals finishing in fourth and i think it's three there's gonna be three teams that make the playoffs out of the and they look like four yeah. Uh, four playoff teams, honestly, especially if Chan and that defense keep playing like that. But it's a toss-up, man. Great division. Great division of football. Great division. A- uh, AFC South right now at the week one. On the other hand, we Houston's in the lead. Houston's in the lead right now. All the shit we've been talking all offseason, Houston is leading the AFC South right now as a division. That's why everybody lost except them. Um, one, of the, one of the other games, I guess let's talk about the shit we were right about. This uh Pittsburgh Buffalo game. Yeah, so this I, was my I dog was of the day. This I you pick Buffalo to win in cover the spread? Yeah, I had Buffalo yeah. to rock uh, win this. 
Yeah, I had I had Buffalo winning the game, but I I definitely had uh, the Steelers covering the spread. I thought it would be close. I knew that defense being healthy and then led the league in sacks for the last four years. Um, and matter of fact, if y'all I don't know if y'all checked out my article on PFF or not, but I picked what four games, and the only one I was wrong about was that uh, Green Bay New Orleans. But um, my four best bets. And the Steelers were my dog of the day. So they showed up. They got a win. Shout out to the Steelers, man. Um, they did their thing on the road against, you know, a, a team that was very, very hot last year, man. What you uh, Did you get a chance to check this game out? What did you think about it? I checked it out a little bit, man. Um, Buffalo, they came out strong, man. They came out strong, came out hot, um, had the lead. But, um, you know, got to tip your hat off to the Steelers, man. Knew that defense was going to come ready to play. Expected Big Ben to come out and – and um and have a good year this year coming off his injury, man. So, you know, still is always going to come to play. Mike Tom going to have those guys. Yeah, ready, Mike man. T. So, um, oh, so Mike shout T. out to them, man. Um, and again, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a good battle in that division this year. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good battle as well, man. The Broncos, I'm mean, not the Broncos, the Browns. The Browns, yeah. The Browns tricked it off, man. They had, they had, they had the lead all, all game, the game. Wire, down the wire to wire. Uh, where shit went wrong and where it went bad for the brand, like eight minutes, something left, punter catch the ball, drops it, and that's kind of when that whole tie turned of that game. You know, you can't give Patrick Mahomes short field. He threw it to Kelsey for a quick touchdown. That whole quick game touchdown. changed. Yep. Yeah, they end up losing. Um, I picked this game right, too. Kansas City winning. Uh, the Browns covering. I think it was a five-and-a-half-point spread going into the game. I mean, the Chiefs, I think we kind of get almost like – I don't know, like numb to that firepower that they have on offense. And Patrick Mahomes, it was crazy. He hasn't it's, lost a game in September yet in his career, which is absolutely never, They're never out, the, out of the game. They're never, never out of the game, man. It's just one of them things. I know I was fortunate enough when I was with um, when Peyton. It was regardless what the score was, what point of the game you were in, you just have that dynamic um, play at that position, that quarterback position, man. You're never out of the game. And definitely the firepower that that they have around, um, around uh, Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, man. So, but you, uh, on the other hand, Browns are going to be tough this year. Browns are going to be tough this year. They came out. They, I mean, they fought, and it ain't no, it ain't no more victories in, in, you know, in football. I remember uh, Matthews, Rob Matthews used to always say, "What do you, what do you say? No, uh, ain't no pity parties after yeah, losses. No you know, parties. close loss, yeah. big loss, whatever, loss and loss." Um, so hopefully they figure out how to, you know, close those type of games out. I think their record is like 121 and like one in their last 24 uh, <laughs> season openers. So they get closer, obviously. Um, matter of fact, sticking with that game, did you see the uh, the situation on the sideline with, uh, with yeah, the coach I did. and, and I the did. safety I did. What you thought about that, man? Because a lot of people, nah, I thought, the announcers, they were like, oh, you can't hit a coach like that. He should be thrown out the game and this, that. What did you, what did you think about that? The announcers full of shit, right? First off. 100% um, agree. You know, so when you when, when you step on, you when you step in between the lines, like it's anything goes. I, honestly, if you put your hands on me, I'm going to put my hands on you. Play your coach. Right. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we grown men. So, um, the play, he didn't try to step on him intentionally. If you look at it, he tried to step over him. He got, you know, his foot caught, caught the knee, fell off balance. Um, I think he, I think the coach, if you was doing what you 
I think what he was doing, you know, seeing that his player was on the ground and the foot was in his stomach, he was mm-hmm. trying to get that player off of him. I get that. But yeah. you can't expect to push anybody, push anybody and not have any type of confidence or any repercussions <laughs> come towards you. You know what I mean? So as far as, you know, hopefully he appeals that. Um, you know, definitely he would yeah, get probably, that yeah. FedEx. So hopefully that he appeals that. That coach probably get fined, too. And, and that and coach is my former team. If we're going yeah. to keep it a buck. Facts. And, and so that was my former teammate, and uh, he he knew what the hell he was doing. And and you know when you're in there, and a lot of most of y'all on here, and you know never kind of been in that type of, but when you're in the heat of the battle, everything that's going on, the drilling in, the 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 the, the everything. You know he trying yeah. to get off on him, the lineman pushed him, and he kind of still on him, and you get pushed from the right. Like I done damn near had push refs or you know caught myself by, like because at that point you just trying to yeah so I think he was, to, he was uh, well yeah he was well within his right um to to go back and I think if he would have just went back on the field I know Andy Reid made a big deal out of it but if he would have went back on the field the coach of the sideline once he fixed his head said to get his shit back together <laughs> I think they should have just uh kept going on uh with the game and I, I don't I don't like that uh they went to New York or whoever made that call. Uh, to get, yeah. him, get him kicked out. I think that was, that was dead-ass wrong. That wasn't right, man. And they were already weak at the safety position. They were already banged up at that position. But I think Harrison should have definitely stayed in that game. And I hope – I hope, I really hope they don't, they, don't, they don't tap his pockets at all. Nah, for sure. Now, I think – like you said, I think I think he'll appeal that. And once they actually slow it down and um, have some logical people review the, uh, <laughs> review the film, man, I think I think he'll be he'll be good. Yeah, I think you would too. Speaking of refs, I know refs involved in that. Um, still making history. Making history, man. You got this one. Man, you already know. Maya Shaka, first black woman to officiate an NFL game. Um, Shout another, out. Another HBCU alum. If I'm um, if I'm remembering correctly, she's the HBCU alum. Um, so we definitely doing doing big things out there but definitely shout out to my man um um being able to you know first black woman to fish officiate an nfl game man so dope to see definitely dope man um still still you know let me see let me see where she went to school making things happen yeah still making things happen still let me see right now shout out to the hbcus too uh uh, Eddie George and uh, Coach Prime, well, Coach Eddie George and Coach Prime squared off. Um, Prime son ball too. They won another game, so they're two and zero. Jackson State two and zero. Mm-hmm. Norfolk State University. Norfolk State. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh yeah, Norfolk State. H- another HBCU legend out here doing things, man. But uh, you know, I'm gonna go uh, take my little break real quick. And on the other side, we got the mailbag. Uh, we gonna talk about. How you hit and made some more money on underdog. Um, mm-hmm. What else we got? We're going to talk about these rookie QBs. And then, uh, you know, obviously take some questions, man. So I will be – I'll be right back in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, y'all put some um, – y'all ask me some questions, man, to my man D-Buck. Get back up in here. <clears throat> Definitely a good day of – a good day of football, man. My record took a hit hopefully tonight, man. I – took the Las Vegas um, Raiders to beat the uh, Baltimore Ravens tonight. So hopefully they'll get that dub. They'll put me at eight and eight week one. Um, <clears throat> as far as against the line, I'm not even sure what I'm looking like right there, but it's, it's been a, it's been a tough week one. 
Does Florida State regret not getting Deion Coach Sanders as their head coach? Um, I think so, man. I think Florida State and Florida State, that's actually my, my team besides Howard. Um, and watching them lose to Jacksonville State, that's tough. Um, I think Coach, uh, Coach Sanders, man, definitely he would have been able to do something for that for that program, obviously being um, an alum and one of the greats to come come out of Florida State, could have got a, a lot, a lot of recruits coming in there. So definitely something they're going to have to look at in the future. Um, and then hopefully Florida State can turn it around. But if they keep going down this road, uh, I think Coach Sanders might be getting a call sooner than later. Underscore one way, what does locker room shit talk look like after a bad performance from Taylor? Um, actually, it's not going to be a lot of shit talk. You know, obviously, he, he feels bad. He knows he plays. He played poor. So it's not going to be a lot of shit talk. It's really going to be, you know, hey, look, we got to we got to play better week two. We got to play better. You got to play better. Um, and it's all about accountability. And um, it, the teams that have that accountability and um, and players – that's being held accountable can uh, can show improve that next week or, or in the future. That's when, the, you know, you see the tough teams and the good teams prevail. But right now, it's not going to be a lot of shit talk. You're definitely going to be like, yo, you know, you play like some shit, but, you know, we need you and you got to play better. Man, Rich Dizzy, A.B., how good is the Saints defense? Man, Saints defense is good on all levels. Um, up front, um, you know, you got Cam Jordan, you know, uh, in, on the second level, linebackers flying around. And on the back end, obviously, you know, you got um, great safety play, great corner play, Lattimore, Jenkins. So on three levels, man, all three levels, that Saints defense, man, they can – they can play ball. And, and what I like about that situation and what D-Buck talked about as far as like playing complimentary, complimentary football is that when you have Jameis Winston and he can continue to play like he does, you got Alvin Kamara, um, you got your receiver weapons. When that offense can get up and get going, now that defense, man, can fly. They can pin their ears back. They can go get the quarterback on the back end. They can do what they do, see the ball, react on the ball. So I love, I love, um, again, this is just, this is just week one. Um, you know, it's overreaction Monday, but the, the formula that the Saints have right now, if they can stick to that formula, it's going to be, it's going to be scary. Yeah, man. Good. good. You know, it, somebody just reminded me and I, I don't think this would have changed the game. It was a big pivotal point in the game, but what, what I saw from A-Rod in that offense, it didn't look like they would, you know, made something happen, but that rough in the passer call. That was a terrible call when, when uh, Jameis threw that red zone pick. Would have been his only pick of the day. It was the Darius Smith? I mean, I, and I've seen, I've seen some bad roughing the pass calls, you know. So I ain't gonna go too crazy, but that was a bad, terrible call. Mm-hmm. On that one more. Pass. Tanner Hall, how impressive, impressive was K Murray, or did the Titans stink? Um, I don't think the Titans stink. I think it just goes to show how talent K Murray is like the, the, his ability to be able to escape, escape the pressure, prolong the plays, kind of what you used to see in Russell Wilson um, back in, you know, a few years prior, but K Murray, he is the real God deal. Especially, yeah, he's special. Um, the Titans, I don't think they stink. 
I think the Titans will, you know, will bounce back, but they definitely had a, a tough goal week one, you know. Um, so what did uh, I just think how many just yards Arizona Cardinals a good team? Henry ended up with how many yards did Henry what are you, 17 rushes for 58 yards? No TD. Like hey. uh, at one point he was like nine carries, eight yards, I think. Like yeah, shout, shout out to the front. Shout out to the front and, and, and to be successful against a team like that. Because I think one of the things that we talked about, D-Buck, was how would you go into a game as a defensive coordinator and approach the Tennessee Titans offense, right? You know, you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, Derrick Henry, who, who, who's down here running, but then you have two capable number ones on the outside. Yeah. So do you stack the box and leave your corners one um, solo, or do you play too high and, um, and have a light box? And I think one of my things uh, was that, safe, that safe week. Played. Right, right, right. So my thing was when you go into that week, you look at your front and say, hey, we need y'all to play play big. And I think the Arizona Cardinals, man, they play, they play huge with, you know, Corey Peters, Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, Marcus yeah. Golden and the boys. Um, they play big. Simmons in the linebacker position coming down here, making plays, so – that's big. Like when you, when you, can, when you can stifle that run game like that and make the Titans one-dimensional, that's the recipe to be. And then, obviously, that's we got it. an offense that's capitalizing on the other side. So, coming into the game week to week, it's going to depend first and foremost on your personnel. Okay, what can we do? Because some guys, some teams can't. Like the New Orleans Saints, they show, shoot, our front is good enough for us to be able to play with a light box. Same with the Cardinals. We don't have to put eight. Eight and a half players in the box every snap to stop the run. So when you got that personnel that can do that, hats off to you, man. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. They shut that shit down. They they ball, man. I just want to see around. Going. Some good yeah. football, man. Some good football. Who did you? Uh, I forgot who you picked MVP going into this season. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Okay. Josh only week one, only week one, but he stunk it yeah, up. He stunk one. it up. My MVP. <laughs> Who's your MVP? My MVP pick. Oh. Uh, oh, and that. also, he was he was one of the upsets that I picked. He was my other favorite dog of the day, which he was only a one and a half point dog. But Justin Herbert and that Chargers team, man, they look good against that vaunted uh, Washington football team defense. Um, you know, he was effective, efficient all day, made some huge throws down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Keenan Allen ball, Mike Williams ball, Eckler played well. He was coming in with a hamstring. What did I, I think Herbert threw for 337? Mm-hmm. Only one tub, one pick. I mean, impressive, man. Uh, Fitzpatrick got hurt. Heineke came in. He was 11 for 15, one touchdown, no pick. Um, who do you think? Continues to start at quarterback out there in Washington. You think Fitzpatrick? He he got a hurt hip, man. So he's gonna be out for some weeks. So um Heineken, he's gonna have to take the take the charge. He's gonna have to take the lead. So um uh, we seen him last year um come in, come in late and do some things. So this is his opportunity. So again, now, man, I'm all about opportunity. Obviously, it's the quarterback out there. It's the quarterback Damn. out there, and um I would may have talked about this potential marriage here. I, and Brian Rivera is the head coach, very familiar with his quarterback, drafting number one overall when he was the rookie head coach out of Carolina. Cam Newton, yeah. you think there's any chance we get Cam Newton taking a visit up there to DC? Yeah, it's always a chance. What's what's the likelihood? What's the likelihood? What you think? Um I'm gonna say it's about a 70, depending on how bad this hip is. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what it is. Depending on how bad this hip is, how many weeks he's going to be out. If he's going to be out, I would say 
if it's anything, you know, four to five weeks, I say they don't get Cam. But mm-hmm. if they feel as though this is a situation where he'll be out for a long period of time, you know, that that definitely could be be um yeah, be a possibility. I, I, I can see I can see it being much more likely. Obviously, you know, the vaccine thing was the issue. And I know Ron Rivera's been very outspoken on that, but so we'll see how it goes there. That would probably be the only deterrent I could potentially see. But um People keep talking about these uh, Pete Carroll shoes. I didn't see Pete Carroll shoes. What he had on? He must have had some no, fire. I've seen, I seen like seen. five, six people talking about him. I ain't seen. What else I we got, seen. man? Let's talk about some of these rookie quarterbacks, though. You know, obviously Trevor Lawrence, um, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. They got the starts. All three of them took an L. Um you know, Mac Jones was in the, you know, he took an L at home. Close game, running back fumble late, just like Dalvin Cook did in that game, which got my car. Yeah, that was that was that was tough, man. Rough. But what you, what did you think about these uh rookie performances? Justin Fields got in, he scored a touchdown. Trey Lance got in, he did his thing on the game, had an imprint score. What did you think about these rookie quarterbacks? Oh, uh, I think what it, what we expected. You know, some ups, some downs. Um, you know, Mac Jones, I think he looked probably the most ready most ready i guess Mm -hmm. you can say um but you know trevor lawrence um he came out there he had some good throws as well um zach wilson was out there running for his life um they gotta they gotta show up that um that old line out there in in new york for the jets big ticket hurt too man yeah, uh, Beckman, that, that big left tackle. He's he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know how serious. I don't know how serious. Yeah, I don't know if anybody in the uh, comments does with some accurate information, but uh, it it didn't look good. Um, you yeah. know, they went. It looked good on paper as far as the offense coming into this game, and I tried to tell people like, hey, it's gonna be a long road for the Jets, man. Um, you were, yeah. you were one of the people that said, hey, y'all should have just kept Darnold and built around him. You know, they obviously shipped him off, um, but. I, they're gonna start listening. They're gonna start they're gonna start tuning in to man to man pot and start listening to us a little hey, bit. It's it's what I expected. It's what just like you said, it's what I expected. Um and Urban Meyer, it was actually a New York Post article that came out about Urban Meyer in Jacksonville a couple hours before kickoff about kind of how he's rubbed a lot of the coaches the wrong way. Um, you know, how he gets quote unquote unhinged. Yeah, in Jacksonville. Unhinged. Uh, I don't switch my went back to Jacksonville. My bad. Number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. He threw three touchdowns, three picks. Um, but that that it don't look like Urban going. It don't look like Urban going last long, man. I hate yeah. I hate to be right about that, but it's looking more and more right by the day. I don't know. Uh, we we gonna we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Crazy. But you know, it's not as easy as, as people think. Nah, it's tough, man. You're dealing with you're dealing with grown ass men, um, grown all man. over. You don't have as much power, control. You got to know how to deal with those personalities, all of it. But uh, crazy stat with Trevor Lawrence. This was his first. This we talked earlier about uh, about uh, Patrick Mahomes not losing in September, going into his third year as a start, I believe, or what fourth year now. Um, Trevor Lawrence has never lost a regular season game as a starting quarterback. High school, college. First game as a pro, he loses. And also, uh, it's his first three interception game, I believe, of his quarterback career, too. I mean, those are, that's some, I don't care what level or levels of football you play, that's that's some wild shit. 
So yeah. I think it's trajectory still up for if you had to rank it right now, as far as just well, I know we only one game in, as far as what you project their careers to be, these five quarterbacks, I'm gonna rank them first. I'll rank them first. I'm gonna go. I think Justin Fields is gonna have the best career when it's all said done. Trevor Lawrence after him, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. All right, I'm gonna go Mac. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mac Jones first. Okay. I'm gonna go Mac Jones first. Um, and my reason for that, just the organization. You know what I mean? Just being having, um, bringing in. This, the the supporting the supporting cast. I think Bill mm-hmm. always does a good job with that, and just having a great organization. Um, as we all, like I always say, I feel as though a player's um, trajectory depends a lot on what's around. What's around them. You know yeah, I mean? especially quarterbacks. Like quarterbacks. I'm talking about coaches. I'm talking about players. I'm just talking about just everyday routine. What's the best fit for these young men? So that's why I'm gonna go with. Uh, Mac Jones, um, I'll go with Justin Fields. Um, I'll go with Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, and then Zach Wilson. Um, and, and, and no knock on Zach Wilson's ability, but again, talented, it's, the, very talented. it's just the, the organization at this point in time. Is how long is it going to take for them to get to a point where um, they'll be very, very competitive? And as we know, we don't give quarterbacks – a long time to see yeah. if you know if they if they're if they're NFL. I'm not gonna say NFL ready, but we don't give them a long time to see if they if we gonna stick with them. Two to three years. T- that's, that's a tough market too for anybody. Exactly. A young quarterback exactly. coming from you exactly. know where he coming from. Like you and that you in the biggest media market in the world. So all of your failures are gonna be you know highlighted on the front page, and then you know same with your successes. But it's definitely a lot to deal with. So okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about. The, uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, go, ahead, go ahead with the mailbag. Yeah, we get a couple of these mailbag questions. First of all, this is the mailbag. This is the email address for the mailbag for the man, the man pod, DB20 TOAB41 at gmail.com. Which we'll read off a couple of these every time. We got a couple today. We got one from one of our day ones, GI Joe317. Let's see what G.I. Joe asked. Let me see it. Okay. Okay, here we go. If you took the top wide receiver and the top DB slash free safety and they flip positions, who has an easier time, the wide receiver playing DB or vice versa? Did you ever think you could play both ways? Why or why not? Uh, I'm going to go DB, DB to receiver. receiver. Yeah. Same for me. And I'm going to uh, fix, fix your camera real quick. Oh, God. Man, come on. Oh, oh, that ain't work. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go DB playing um, DB going to receive it, too, because it's and we've seen we've seen it happen both ways. We've seen Edelman play some DB, Troy yeah. Brown. Uh, but I mean, we've we seen more DBs go, you Eesh, know, yeah. champ, Dion. Pat man to leave. Like, you know, if you got Pat Peterson, yeah, yeah. you got if you got them ball skills, like you know how to find space, catch the ball. It's a lot more that goes into playing that cornerback position. You know, you gotta not be scared to go up there and hit. Uh it's a lot more. So I think it's definitely a lot, it'll be a lot easier for a defensive player to go and play wide receiver. 
And then just for the mere fact that, you know, receivers aren't 100% comfortable with going backwards, backpedaling. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, most of the time, most of their lives, they're, you know, running running forward. So being able to – having the backpedal and break and getting out that – Getting out that back part is 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 different. So, yeah, so I th- we we definitely agree. there and I got experience doing it. I did it my senior year in college. My senior year in college, I played both ways. Um, my coach, shout out Randy Essel, he um, you know, that was one of a condition of me coming back from my senior year, and he finally let me do it. So, um, and I had one period where I would go practice with the offense, and I get in games, and when we need to play. Go out there, beat, beat, beat. So, so, so it's like going so, in the backyard. So you was the playmaker. I, you know, I was, you know, we, we, our receiver room wasn't, you know, that was, we had Donald Brown in the backfield and we was right. giving him the ball 30 times. But when we needed to play, we were down a couple touchdowns or something like that. I had probably about a 15 play script every game. And, um, you know, it's kind of like what you do growing up. You line up, you beat somebody, get open, make a play. So I think that's a much, uh, much easier transition. Than uh, going the other way around, but either way, in the NFL, super, 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 super difficult uh, yeah. to go out there and do that. Yeah, yeah. And we got um <laughs> one more. You want to get this one? Go ahead. What is it? Who is it? Nicholas. Nicholas Riley Popovich. Shout What's out to both of you guys. Ah, da 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 da. Let me turn it. Um. Do you guys like how the 49ers and the Bears gave red zone snaps to the rookie QBs? Is it a a good way to get them in the game learning instead of just starting right away? As a coach, what do you look for to know a young QB is ready to start versus knowing they need more practice? Man, I think – and not to really harp on, like, where they got in at. You know, obviously it was red zone, but I think it is a – I kind of go back and forth on this because, you know, if I'm if I'm on a team, I would like to see us rock with one quarterback, right? Now, if that quarterback is playing well, we rock with him. If he's not playing well, get him out of there and we can go with another another quarterback. Um, but in some situations, I do see where, you know, I think in the coach's mind and organization mind, they both know that these young quarterbacks are going to be playing at some point, some point of the year. Right. So being able to put them in different situations um, in the game to get their feet wet um, and, and just get them accustomed to, you know, getting in the huddle, calling and playing and, and where, the, where the bullets are really flying. I kind of like it. And as far as like knowing what, what knowing what to see in a young quarterback, really it's communication. And just if, if he's making bonehead mistakes, we know he's going to make mistakes as a young as a young quarterback, but what type of mistakes are you making? Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, being able to communicate what you're seeing. I think that that happens a lot. You know, um, if, That's if a, big, a quarterback, huge part yeah, of it. If, 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 a, if a young guy can go out there and make a mistake and, but he can come to the sideline and communicate to you what he saw and why he made that decision. And then sometimes you'd be like, okay, well, I can see why you did that. I think that's mm-hmm. a lot of times of a, um, uh, a characteristic of somebody that's 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 ready to play, and that kind of yeah, I was about to say that leads to that second half of that question. Like, when he, what do you know? What helps you know when that young guy is ready to play? And I think that right there is a big part of it. And you spoke on Andrew Luck, 
and you knowing, okay, this dude ready to play, you know, and you, and you do that early on. A big part of that was because he could, you know, okay, this is why I checked this or this is what happened. This is why I threw this mm-hmm. pick, this is how I threw this touchdown. So that's a big part of it. Chris Collins work, man. I love Chris, but man, he was killing me last night. Just continue to just harp on Justin Fields. And if he just, you know, just watching Andy Dalton, if you see how Andy Dalton threw that cross, right? You saw he threw that check there. Like, right, bro, if we go to, if we a week one of football season and Justin Fields don't know that he got to take a check down uh, here and there, like, you know, everybody on that sideline need to be fired. But, um, yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm always, not always, but a lot of the times, AB is like, hey, you know, wait till he's ready. Let him get prepped. Throw him in that five. You know what I mean? I feel like that's the best way, especially if you drafted a guy high, you throw him in that fire and you, and you let him learn on the fly, man. You let him figure it out. Now, if you're just completely not ready, like I don't think Trey Lance, after seeing him in the preseason, I didn't think Trey Lance was ready. Um, but uh, but he's Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, obviously you don't have any choice there. Zach Wilson, same thing. But um, Mac Jones, you see the Patriots, what direction they went. Like, throw him in the fire, let him make some mistakes, and uh, let him figure it out, man. Most of the times, you know, these guys do. And if they don't, shit, they'll be seeing ghosts like Sam Darnold. Be up out of there in a couple of years. <clears throat> Speaking on Sam Darnold, let's talk about that um, the Carolina game. Carolina yeah, and Sam, the Jets, man. Sam Darnold Bowl. Yeah, Sam Darnold Bowl. And, um... You know, obviously, I'm out here in Charlotte, watch the game. My only one concern is that they was feeding C-Mac too much. Too much? Too yeah. much. Yeah, now. I mean, that's that's the bell. That's the, you know. That's the that's bell cow. I get it. Yeah. I, I, I definitely get it. But it was handoff, <laughs> handoff, handoff, uh, <laughs> check down, screen, line them up. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Like, you want to get, you know. Your your best player the ball, um, and obviously you want to come out, you know, week one and, and and get that W. But for them to be successful, I feel as though um, the rest of this year they definitely got to get some more people involved. Yeah, you got you got to you can't be you can't be that predictable. Not only that, but you know, C Max health. Obviously, you know he was banged up a lot of last year. He's not the biggest dude on the, on the field. I love how he plays the game, and it's probably hard for that offensive coordinator. You know, yeah. not to get him the ball a bunch, but um, I'm sure the fantasy owners loved it. But as far as, you know, going to 17-game season, hopefully, you know, getting to the playoffs at some point, I guess you don't want to put that much wear and tear uh, on 22. Um, I expect the Sam Donald to get out there and have uh, an efficient game. You know, he did. I think Robbie, Robbie Anderson, he made a big play. He got behind the D. He does what he does. Um, but you got to get – you got weapons over there. Get those weapons involved. Don't be predictable. And try to manage, you know, manage that, that C-Mac load as much as possible. Pause. Yeah. You know what I mean? But talk, let me see uh, – tell these, tell these people about your underdog ticket, man. How did you – did you tell did you tell them about that yet? Man, no, nah, I ain't oh, telling them yet, man. That underdog ticket, man. Uh, obviously, y'all go download the app. Or y'all can go to underdogfantasy.com. Um, you can use our code MAN MAN. You get your extra $25 when you tap in. But my underdog ticket, man, uh, five player prop. Um, I bet 50 with a possibility to win 1,000. Um, and. I would who'd say you have, who did you have? Who did you have up there? 
I have Mike Davis from the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, no, I said Hawks. Atlanta Falcons. Um, <laughs> over 67 and a half rushing and receiving. Brandon Cooks, over five receptions. George Kittle, over 63 and a half receiving yards. Adam Thielen, over five receptions. And Tyrod Taylor, over 226 and a half total yards. All of them hit. All of them hit. Brandon Cooks, I bet him to have over five receptions he had five receptions so the good thing about underdog yeah, you I gotta tell I me about out. this because I, I i didn't know i didn't know this could even happen me neither so with brandon cooks only having five and not going over five i thought i missed out but then mm-hmm. i'm looking at my account and i'm seeing some money in there so shout out to our producer tone hit he so you know Tone. He a smart man, so he did you know he picked the same picks that I had. He a smart man, <laughs> so he said, "Hey, AB, you see, uh, underdog, you know they get they gave you half of your ticket. They pushed on the Brandon Cooks." I said, "No, nah, I didn't, but I noticed I had a lot of money in my account." So, shout out the underdog for that. So they get, so underdog. you end up hitting five for five hundred. You bet fifty hit five hundred. Five for five hundred off a fifty dollar bet. I can't. Hey, that's a that's a good yeah. Sunday for me. Underdog, y'all said over five. He ain't had over five, dog. Hey. Take that shit back. Hey, why you hating? You had you picked him too. <laughs> I Damn, did. My whole see, team got see you want. Hold on. Talk about your, uh, your player prop. Hold on. Let me see who I had. I think Tone put it in the chat. But um, who hit on my? Who didn't hit? Matter of fact. Oh, Dalvin Cook. He was like 20 yards short. I think I had him over 125. Um, I had Stephon Diggs at 89 and a half yard. He was he was under. So I didn't hit. I, I wasn't even close. I, I, I got I, three I out of five. Stephon Diggs is man to man alum, but I tried yeah. to tell you about that one. Yeah, I actually had I had another one too. Devontae Smith over four receptions. He hit. Chase Claypool, Claypool over 49 and a half, didn't hit. Ty Taylor over 226. That was easy money. And then I had Just that. Follow my lead, my brother. Yeah, man, but um, you know what I mean? Y'all check out that uh, the fantasy teams, though. Oh, yeah, fantasy it's ugly for me right good. now. <laughs> fantasy teams looking good right so, there. So, out of the three, out of the three, um, out of the three drafts that we've done, I was, I think, um, I'm dead last in one of them. <laughs> no, no <laughs> surprise there. I'm dead last in one of them, and I six man. I think I'm second, and then another one. I ten, I ten man draft. I think I'm like third or fourth. So the one I'm in dead last, I ain't, I ain't tripping. We gonna we gonna get back right. No way, y'all drop drop some of your um. We got three minutes. I want to see some of y'all part. Anybody that that you know put a prop together, put a card together on underdog. Only if you use that code, man. If you ain't use that code, man, get that shit up out of here. But uh, let me see. Nakiba Walker, Dolphins gave up a 35-yard run on the first play of the game to Damian Harris. I took the under on 72 and a half yards for him. He ended the game with like 100 yards. My other four picks were right. Damn, that's that's the worst, man. I'd rather my shit just go one for five. If I go four for five, be man, sick. that's a, be sick, man. But, um, but, yeah, so we got that one. Who else got it? Gavin Hayes, he got Sammy Watkins at fifty plus yards tonight. What else you got, man? Mm, I um I did a ticket for the night as well. 
gonna let y'all know my ticket for the night. Um, oh, fact, I mean, that's that's how we'll close this out. Let me pick one right now. Pick one right now, underdog. So I, I did a three pick. I did three picks. I got Mark Andrews over fifty-eight and a half. I got Josh Jacobs over sixty-six and a half rushing and receiving, and I got Lamar over two eighty-four and a half total yards. Those are my three picks. You only for doing tonight. three? Yeah, I'm only doing three tonight. All right, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going five. I got Lamar Jackson under point five interceptions. I don't think he throws a pick tonight against the Raiders. Marquise Brown, I got him over fifty three and a half yards. Sammy Watkins, I got him over three and a half receptions. Mark Andrews, ooh, five and a half receptions or sixty one and a half yards. Which one should I go with, guys? Which one do I go with? Derek Carr. Over 0.5 interceptions. I say I, I'm gonna go over. I think he throws one at night. Henry Ruggs, longest reception, 19 and a half yards. Come on, y'all got Darren Waller over six and a half receptions. I'm going there. That's my five. Lamar Jackson under 0.5 interceptions. Marquise Brown Hollywood over 53 yards. Sammy Watkins, four catches or more. Derek Carr, you throw a pick. Darren Waller, you get seven catches. I'm going to bet 50 on that. Potential payout of $1,000. There we go. We in there. So appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate everybody. What's this? First weekend legal here in Arizona. I'm up over 1000 That's what I'm talking about. Keep it going, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't give it all back though. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah. I know they probably want to hear me say that. Don't give it all back. You know, what I mean? you gotta. That's how AB is doing the dice game. We'll be betting, bet, bet. AB be tucking, he, he tuck, he tucking money in his socks, in his pocket, in his hat. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, you gotta, you gotta yeah. always leave up. Hey, I got video. That boy uh, T Choice sent me some video of one of them, <laughs> um, of one of them days in the hotel room for. Good times. I got I got to see that, but you got to send me that. T-Choice hey. used to be hilarious in the night. Hilarious. Game, but all right, man, y'all have a good one. Y'all go tap in with Pat. I'm actually going to be jumping on there about 35 minutes on his overreaction Monday with Pat and the boys. Um, hope everybody enjoyed their first NFL Sunday. We got some more football tonight. Um, you know, y'all be safe this week. We're going to tap in with y'all on Thursday. Yes, sir. Y'all be good. Thank you.